time for the Raytown Roundup, where we never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Today's tall tale is sure to amuse, entertain, and lead to laughter, or at least a snicker or two. So sit back, relax, and let's get caught up on what's happening with the folks in Raytown this week. Here comes the Raytown Roundup with your author and storyteller, Dr. Pam Arland. The weather in Raytown has been full of summer storms. These are nothing more than we're used to, however, so they hardly even seem worth commenting on. In summer, we basically get up earlier and earlier in the morning as the sun gets bright and shiny earlier and earlier each day. Then, soon after we get up, or maybe even before we get up in some people's case, the day rapidly gets darker and darker and darker. People driving in the morning commute feel confused and disoriented with the rising and then disappearing sun. In general, however, we simply just keep checking the radar around here on mornings with the rising and then disappearing sun. The radar helps us to get in the errands during the less wild parts of the storms, but the storms really don't stop much activity in the end. We honestly have no idea what pre-radar Raytown dwellers did to adapt to summer storms, but radar has become a way of life for us now. This week, it was time for the local Boy Scout summer camping trip. Blaine and Deborah are the local champions of the Boy Scouts, but truth be told, their seven boys are most of the local Boy Scout troop. Blaine and Deborah checked the weather and decided to make this summer camping trip a bit closer to home. Based on the weather forecast, they figured the storm wasn't anything they and the boys couldn't handle. In any event, the storm seemed far less than the storm of 96, which was legendary. Still, they decided to be prudent and only go out to Lake Giacomo, a mere half an hour from Raytown. Actually, the place had been called Lake Giacomo when they were kids, but Jackson County had changed the name some 20 years ago to Fleming Park. They both had a tendency to forget about the park's new name, but they both had many fond memories there as children and figured their boys would too. Plus, their cell phones would work, and if the storms got too rough, they would pack up and go home or at least run under one of the park shelters. It's not exactly primitive camping, but they would still have fun. As they approached a low point in 40 Highway on the way to Fleming Park, the road was suddenly blocked off due to standing water. Any person older than about five could see that there was about two inches of water on the road and some industrious city worker had overreacted. Blaine got ready to drive around the barricade when Jimmy, one of the brighter Boy Scouts, said, Turn around, don't drown, Mr. Blaine. Safety first. I saw how downtown Kansas City was flooded and cars were getting stuck. Since Blaine had taught turn around, don't drown to the boys to start with, he felt compelled to comply. He turned the minivan around and muttered something about the stupid National Weather Service under his breath. Little Bobby Johnson heard him and said, Turn that frown upside down, Mr. Blaine. Bobby then began to sing a song about smiling that included hand motions. He was the happiest kid anyone had ever met, and Blaine couldn't help but laugh. Normally, as Blaine and Deborah are of an age, 
They have the boys pinch tents, but then they sleep in the RV. This year, however, Deborah had decided to sleep in a tent. She claimed it would be fun like when they were in college. So Blaine and Deborah pitched a tent too. The Boy Scouts cooked hobo dinners, pitched tents, went swimming, and built a fire for s'mores. Near bedtime, Blaine checked the radar. It was going to rain for sure, so Blaine and Deborah checked all the boys' tents for rope security, tarp readiness, and a good rain fly. All was secure, so they all went to their sleeping bags. Several hours later, the storms came. Blaine and Deborah only woke up when several inches of water were going through their tent. In fact, it was enough that they would soon be in danger of drowning, sleeping down on the ground. Blaine woke up with an adrenaline rush and went to check on the boys. Deborah began to rescue herself, their stuff, and their tent. She began throwing wet, writhing, slimy things into the back of the minivan. Blaine checked on all the boys. Of course, they were all sleeping soundly and were as dry as could be. He told Deborah this. She didn't believe him. He told Deborah this again. She didn't believe him again. Blaine was dripping with so much water that it looked like he had just had a shower, so he was difficult to believe. But it was true. Deborah then went to check for herself. She came back wetter than before and amazed at how the boys were sleeping. Somehow they had checked everyone's tents but their own. It was only midnight and they were unsure what to do. Just then the park ranger came along and looked at them. You folks okay? You look pretty wet. Why don't you go spend the night in the laundromat just over there? It's normally closed now, but I'll unlock it for you. The laundromat seemed like a great solution. It could dry them and with some coinage dry their gear and it would keep them within eye and earshot of their Boy Scouts too. Somewhere around 3 a.m., they put on their warm, toasty, dry clothes and fell asleep in folding chairs in the laundromat. By about 4.30 or so, the sun was popping up and their necks were hurting, so they woke up. They went out to the edge of the lake and watched the birds beginning their morning routine, felt the crispness of cool air being warmed by another sunrise, and saw the trees dripping with the summer moisture. Suddenly, all was well and all was good. They embraced momentarily. They remembered why they liked camping and Boy Scouts and their boys in particular. Just then the park ranger came by. There is another storm coming through in about two hours. It's no worse than last night. I guess you'll stay? Blaine and Debbie looked at each other for about one second and then simultaneously yelled, Boys, it's time to get up and pack up. We're going home. And so the Boy Scout summer camping trip was over. They stopped by the corner cafe for breakfast on the way home for cinnamon rolls. And since everyone's stomachs were full and the storm had passed by while they ate breakfast inside, they then stopped at Coolcrest for miniature golf, games, and go-karts. By the time they got back to Raytown, the boys declared it the best camping trip ever. Well, folks, that's it for the Raytown Roundup for now. We sure would appreciate it if you'd tell your friends and family to subscribe to the podcast. New stories will be coming out each week. 
and you won't want to miss them. Raytown Roundup can be enjoyed wherever podcasts are found and on the web at raytownroundup.buzzsprout.com. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you with joy, much laughter, and friendship with Jesus.